Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, bienvenidos a Airbuds. I'm Jamel Janssen. I'm Mike Benner. I'm Peter Moses. Oh yeah, baby, and we're back at it again. Another week, another amount of time has passed. That it has. That's seven days. How are, how's you guys' week of basketballing off top? Uh, basketball's been good. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm a little hungover today. Uh, I think everybody's hungover. Yeah, we're all hungover. This is kind of like a hangover it pod was, a little yeah. bit. This yeah. Was the, yeah, it was a good, it was a good uh, turn-up weekend in L.A., Everybody decided to just get uh, faded last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Good oh, pod. you know what? We're gonna we're gonna bring it to you guys. We're, we're not gonna, gonna let on. this hangover bring us gonna, down. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna hang out yeah, yeah. with each other and make the giggles. Yeah, dude. We're not gonna talk about what we did last night. No, you know or what, what we did last summer. Yeah, we're gonna talk about what they did. It's basketball time, baby. Yeah. Uh oh. What did Clay Thompson do this week, guys? Did I hear that he dropped sixty yeah, points? Yeah, sixty puntos, man. Yeah. Who, are they, who are they playing? Phoenix? Uh, the Pacers. Okay, never mind. Who had just thrashed the the Clippers the night before. But we'll get to that. And you know what? Also, congrats to Nate McMillan for really sticking to his guns and just not changing his defensive philosophy to let Clay Thompson score 60 points in three quarters. Like, it really it really paid off. I mean, what was it going to be? Okay, so Clay scores 40, and then Steph has 30. Like, Yeah, we wouldn't. You try, you try yeah. to double him. Somebody well, else is hitting You know what? Threes. Now we're talking about Nate McMillan on the pod. So, you know, if you doubled him and you gave Durant 20 of those points, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. We wouldn't be talking never, about it. But now Nate McMillan's going to get so many deals. Pod One pod mention can change your life. That's true. One man can change your life. He's about to get the earbuds bump. Oh, my God. Yeah. The bud bump? He's going to get 10 new <laughs> followers on Twitter from this. <laughs> ten, new, 10 new fake Nate, followers. Nate, you got to shout us out when that happens, when you're big. Oh, my uh, God. Is Clay Thompson the predator of the NBA? And what I mean is that he uh, he's, like, <laughs> yes. invisible, and you forget he's there. And he's, like, kind of uh, – you just go about your business not knowing that this guy is running around and then suddenly, like, turns off the invisibility and, and hits a three and then yeah, runs down the court again. Yeah. I mean, I suppose uh, when you explain the analogy that well, yeah. I gotta, I gotta fuck with you because I mean, I forgot he could do shit like that. I know that like yeah, they're all happy there and it's all simpatico because they're gonna make it to the finals and probably win seventy games. But 
don't doesn't there feel like there's some James Hardenism for him too? Like at some point, isn't he gonna wonder if he can be like the man somewhere? Or maybe he's maybe he's just not wired that way. That's fine. I guess it's just like I don't remember someone so talented being so comfortable not wanting to be an alpha. Well, because you know it comes from money, bro. When you when you grow up and you're not broke, you don't you know you don't need it that bad. Like, you don't need it that bad. You just hit open jumpers. He's also just a boring ass dude. I don't know that he wants to well, be. We know he likes Harry Potter, so he can't be that boring. Oh my god! True, and he likes Harry Potter, so you know he wants to. You know he wants to run the show. You know what I mean? He doesn't fuck with Slytherin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no picture of him dressing up as Ron Weasley. Yeah. You know. Well, here's the thing. He's an incredible catch and shoot player. Uh, he scored that those sixty points in twenty nine minutes. He only dribbled the ball eleven times, and and he only <laughs> held the ball. Stat for like 89 seconds total in the game, and he scored 60 points off it. So he's really good at running around, running through screens, catching the ball, shooting. But do you think he could be a James Harden? I don't think he's no. a, a shot creator. I don't There's think he can of, dribble yeah. and drive and I'm do all talking about stuff. like uh, – I'm more just talking about like the personality or like if he wants his own – I don't know. I'm not talking about him being like – Try to get a you know get the max deal. Yeah, or just being the guy. I he's going to get a max from someone, whether it's the Warriors or, or someone else. But I think he's more – he's Forrest Gump. I take back the Predator. He's Forrest Gump. <laughs> Remember when Forrest Gump just started running across the country? He wouldn't talk and people thought he was mysterious. And then one day he just suddenly – Dude, sex, hip, sex fucked him up real bad. Sex, sex, sex fucked him up real bad. He's like, yeah. I gotta run back and forth for like three thousand yeah. miles. And just like Forrest Gump, Clay Thompson suffers from premature ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> the dude just comes in his pants. Yeah, that's how he shoots too. That's how he. You know, doesn't yeah. dribble at all. Just beep, 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 beep. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this. That J Cole verse is actually based. On, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually based on Clay Thompson's life. Man, it wasn't nothing like that first time. She was in my math class, long hair, brown skin with a fat ass. Sat beside me, used to laugh, had mad jokes. The teacher always got mad, so we passed notes. It started off so innocent. She had a vibe, and a nigga started digging it. Uh, I was a young and straight crushing, trying to play this shit cool. But a nigga couldn't wait to get to school. Cause when I seen them thighs on her, and them hips on her, and them lips on her, got me daydreaming, man, what? I'm thinking how she rides on it, if she sits on it, if she licks on it, make it hard for me to stand. Up. As time goes by, a text is getting deeper. Wet dreaming, thinking that I'm smashing, but I'm sleeping. Clay scored 60. Steph's career high is 54. Kevin Durant's career high is also 54. Does this make Clay the new best uh, player on the Warriors? I mean, I think Clay has always been the best player on the yeah, Warriors. That's what he's, is he the Wait. best defender at the very least? Yeah, he's the best defender uh, okay. out of the three. Draymond's probably the best defender overall, overall even though he. But- yeah. Kicks and punches. And Kicks and punches, but Clay's better scorer. So I guess I mean if you, I give defense a lot of credit. So yeah, he's the he's their best perimeter defender by far, and he was the reason they went to the finals last year because he had like those eleven three pointers in yep. that crazy ass game six. Yeah, there's a thin line between best and uh, most important. Like he's like a team MVP, but mm-hmm. he'll never be like I don't know league MVP because you got two three other dudes who average like thirty on your team. You know what I mean? Like Steph Curry's the fourth best player on his own team. Yeah, Curry's, you know, remember every, last year when everyone was on Curry's nuts? He's not like... I'm glad that we've kind of collectively moved on from being on his yeah, nuts as like a society. Yeah, he's not the best point guard in the league right now. No. no. Chris Paul is. And also, like, he, he, he misses some of the... The more of the shots he misses, you're just like, some of these are seem like selfish, ridiculous three-pointers. Like, oh, yeah. I know you have the light, and like, good for you. When we went to the, the game, he pulled up from, you know, the volleyball line. Yeah. All over the happened. place. All right. To sum it up, Clay Thompson is Predator meets Forrest Gump. He suffers from premature ejaculation, and yeah, no, that's the, the best the, player the on best, the team. The best part best of player. all these is when you sum up all the all the jokes. That really helps everyone. I think that's good. I was trying to transition into talking about you guys going to the game. But we went to the game. Jamel and I went to the Clippers and the, uh, the Warriors, Warriors game. game. That's why we're referring to it as the <laughs> game. Mike, are you mad? No, are you mad? Are you mad? Why are you coming at me? I'm coming at you, bro. I'm coming at you hot. No, uh, we went to the game. This week, above all else for me, at least as a Cavs fan, this week was kind of like undeniably depressing to watch the Warriors just dominate in so many facets. Yeah, I was very excited for a uh, competitive uh, sport match, and it was kind of over in the first quarter. 
Yeah, the Clippers seem to have just given up. Yeah, it was exciting when they took a timeout and the score was eleven to ten, yeah. and we turned to each other. And we're like, "Yo, this is this is interesting." Here, here you know, we are. McDonald's Don't. is right outside. Let's <laughs> get it. <laughs> yeah, the game got so out of hand. We ate McDonald's. The, the, That's how the bad it was. The league is just alternating blowouts anyway. Like I, I'm sure the Clippers will blow them out one time this year. But that know, game, they haven't won. Against them in seven yeah. games, is that they've lost seven, seven in a row? Ooh. Yeah, and like they're like that was that game felt like it was about so much more than just that moment. Like the Clippers have been trying to tell themselves for the last three years that like they can still beat the Warriors, and it just wasn't. You could just feel the tension of like all of these guys realizing that no matter what they do or how good they play together, they're never going to beat this team. Like if this is like if they meet in the Western Conference Finals as these teams are, and they're all, both healthy, yeah. five games. Maybe. This is what Jalen was talking about on his pod, because you know we love to recap other pods on our pod. It's our uh, greatest asset. But he said that the Knicks and the Clippers should swap Mello and Griffith. I mean, but then isn't Blake playing Porzingis' position, essentially? Yeah, but... No, they look different, but uh, they, they're both fours, yeah? How but... so? I don't see color. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more just like stature. But the Zinger can play so far away from the basket... I feel like it's more Griffith would be, would be playing like kind of like the Noah role. Yeah, so you make where you so kind of Noah's you have five, him. He's four. Zingas is three. Yeah, sure. Why not? And then Mello's in just in L.A. working on his tan. I don't know if I want Mello on the Clippers. I don't, I don't think, think he's leaving because he likes bodegas. I've seen a lot of videos of him just like kicking it at various bodegas. Yeah, petting, but petting cats. And, yeah, yeah. We also know that like if that opportunity comes up, he's not even the one in his own family making that decision. Think Lala? Yeah, well, Lala, Lala, Lala isn't gonna want to move. If there's one place Lala is gonna want to move, I imagine it's, it's gonna be Lala. Yeah, yeah that's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. Get a, get a couple uh, extra MTV. The checks. game was like really depressing, though. Like we went, we were really hoping that it was gonna be like everything about it was playoff atmosphere, and then just it was like it was so like the many, whole organization just realizing that they'll never be the Warriors. So many Warriors fans. I didn't realize. I wasn't expecting that. I thought oh, the Clippers yeah. had the town locked. Nope. Clippers don't even have their own arena locked. There's, yeah, like, true. plenty of Kobe jerseys at every Clippers home yeah, game. Yeah, you'll have to catch a couple of those. And Yeah. Paint me a word picture. What like what was the general feeling, like, the start of the fourth quarter amongst the fans around you, the the, the spirit team that is really annoying and comes up and tries to make you chant? Like, what? how was how were oh, people feeling? Spirit team wasn't even around. Yeah, they stayed away. Uh, oh, that's good. how bad it They're was. so fucking annoying. Things, so annoying. Got a, things got a little weird with the Condor, you know what I mean? <laughs> Chuck, yeah. yeah. yeah Chuck, Worst mascot in the lead by far. Yeah, Chuck was doing his thing, and uh, I think everybody was just kind of asleep from the McDonald's. Dude. And just everyone, yeah, everybody had McDonald's. <laughs> everyone had McDonald's, and everyone just kind of like despondent. Yeah, you know? yeah. There was one kid who was just like, "Yeah, Steph, uh, shoot it again." And that was, that was it. You know what I mean? And even like Warriors fans around us were kind of commenting on how a the Clippers were getting kind of hosed on some calls in the first half, which is insane because they always complain. But it was like some Warriors fans were like, "Oh, that's kind of fucked up how they're not calling." Anything for Blake? Oh yeah, I was from I I was on Percocet, recovering from surgery at home on my couch, and even I could see that Blake was just getting mauled under the rim constantly. And there was a few even like bullshit. Clearly, the Warriors tipped the ball out of bounds, and they called it for them. And you're, but the thing is, is that like it's classic Clippers to go at the refs instead of like just fucking put your head down and go and play the game. Yeah. And they, you know, Chris Paul got a tech for just screaming at a ref over a, a, an out of bounds call and. Has any player ever convinced a ref to overturn a call ever in the history of the fucking game of basketball? Since Jordan? Who knows? It must have happened a few times, but I I can't say who. But I say fuck with the refs more. Fuck it. Get text. Because (laughs) the way games are refereed is like... It it was pretty baffling. That was like... That was the one game I've been to where I was like, Doc should deserve... he did the right thing by getting a technical. Like, we were as far away as you could possibly be, and it couldn't be clear that they were calling two different games underneath the basket. Generally, I've noticed that you know how everybody says the NBA now is soft because they call more soft things. I feel like refs only call soft shit. Like, guys get hit all the time. You get clotheslined at the rim all the time, and people are always like, yo, where the fuck's the call? But then you nudge a guy who gets past you, and that's an and one. I don't know. The philosophy is just fucked up where they only call ticky-tack shit. I think uh, there's a strong bias for the Warriors in the league, and that was evidenced by a video I sent you guys earlier where Kevin Durant is literally fouled in the act of shooting by Steph Curry. That was unbelievable. (laughs) Steph Curry somehow, for some reason, locks his arm. 
And they call the foul on a player who's like three feet away. And Kevin Durant goes to the line. I say ban the refs, dog. Like Ban the refs. Because they're all, yo, we all know that they all have like ill gambling problems. And for some reason, like refs, like they never get fired for anything. It's like somehow. Tim Donaghy, he got fired. The one, well, he got put in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one fucking ref. He's like the Wall, the one Wall Street banker who got like sentenced to like six months in like probation after the housing market yeah, collapsed. I yeah, I don't understand how a coach can get fired after like thirty games. Mikhail gets fired a quarter of the way through the fucking season, but you could be a bum ass ref all your life. Also, like the like, NBA is twenty four seven three sixty five. I want some accountability with the refs. Like, tell me how they're sucking. Like, yeah, give me like you like, can't talk like, to them. You can't look at them now. It's really you can't weird. put your hand on their body. Well, that's probably good. There is one thing I like about NBA referees, and it's that I am oddly sexually attracted to every female NBA <laughs> ref that there is. Every single one. Every single one. How many are there? Right I now? think there's maybe a total of like five or six. Maybe you already know for sure. All right. <laughs> Let's stop objectifying female referees. I'm just saying it's record, like not, it's not just because of like I'm not just objectifying them. I'm like also like you have the, a cool ass. Is Lauren Hook the only one? The, yeah. Is there another one, or is it just because her? Because they're accomplished, not because they're hot. Yeah, yeah. you just like so you, you, like you just like women respectful. who are who are going places. I'm a sapiosexual, guys. Yeah, it's Good. cool to want to fuck accomplishments. I think that's like what's up. That's all I want to do is fuck like an accomplishment. If I can yeah. fuck just an Oscar trophy, like straight up, <laughs> cut cut out the middle person and just go right to a trophy. I'll do it, yeah. Put your dick through the middle of an Emmy, like one of those yeah. are the fucking the web. You gotta yet. be careful. Yeah, that's a close call. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of hard hard yeah. corners there. <laughs> I get the feeling that you might be. Did I turn you on? You can tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm feeling that you might be. Guys, you want to talk about the Marcus real quick? Boogie Cousins? Oh, Cousins? We've already we've already talked about Joe Kim Noah. He's he's come up already, but did you guys see that? Boogie Cousins took a break from the middle of a game to mock Joe Kim Noah's shooting form no, to his man. face. It was great. Was yeah, Boogie's nice having a good week. He's uh he's third in the league in scoring. Can I read the Boogie Cousins quote? Yeah, that he was going to shout to out you. to the children. Yeah. All right. This so is for the kids, this is, and I will repeat, for the children. Um, and this is the kind of this is the kind of lead, like uh, leadership that I'm looking for. And you know, this is how I I'm not a father, but that's how I imagine how I will be, you know, distributing fatherly advice. For sure. All right. So when he was asked to give a message to today's youth, Boogie said, "Quote: Nobody can tell you what your destiny is. To this day, there's people telling me what I can't do or who I am as a person." Fuck you. End quote. Nice. Where was this? Was this at like a boys and girls club or? Just at an IHOP. I don't know. <laughs> no, it was a Q&A with uh, David Aldridge. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, great reporter David Aldridge. David Aldridge. Yeah. He probably, uh, so, he said, so he told David Aldridge, fuck you, personally. N- no, he was more just like telling the people. He was telling who, like the, the, oh, no, the general right. them, like the man, like fuck you. Like you can't tell me what I am. And that's the message he has for kids. Hey, man. Yeah. Kids. So I guess Boogie Cousins went to Camp Nowhere. <laughs> kids don't need to listen what the fuck but i don't know do you think like kids today their problem is that they don't have enough of a fuck you attitude uh, <laughs> i don't think anyone's ever said that about kids ever <laughs> kids are composed of fuck yous already you know what i mean i don't, I don't know. know i feel like some kids are kind of pussies sure yeah there's some i feel like 80 percent of kids are pussies yeah there's some kids that are hoes yeah sure. there's a few but what i mean <laughs> I don't know what the kids mean. I mean, I guess fuck you. Depending, I mean, if he's if there's like an adult in your life for all the kids who listen to the podcast, if there's an adult in your life telling you that you can't have a uh, basketball podcast for casual fans, you know, yeah, yeah, tell them to go fuck it in the mouth. You know what I mean? Do that. <laughs> sure. Here we are. Fuck you, all you naysayers who said we couldn't get together and vaguely talk about basketball every Saturday. Yeah, kids. jokes on you. Guess what? All you kids who thought we couldn't make it. Y'all can go fuck yourselves too. Yeah, we are with Boogie Cousins. Yeah, all yeah. you little fucking eight to twelve. Dream ass. big, you tiny little motherfuckers. Yeah. I wish, uh, I wish my parents were Jamel and Boogie Cousins. <laughs> Soon they will be, bro. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. What's up with LeBron? Okay, last year during the playoffs. LeBron was on Instagram being like, hey, I've just watched The Godfather like 1,700 times. Which was a lie. Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> Which was a lie. HBO Go probably blessed. But I know he watched it at least once because I think this Phil Jackson posse situation opened a door for him to just absolutely destroy the New York Knickerbockers. He knows Mello's not happy there. And True. he knows you don't play the water bottle challenge on the court up by 30 in Madison Square Garden by accident. No, I mean LeBron doesn't do anything. By anything accident. by he's accident. Got, he's got a team anything in his ear by for accident. Every, yeah. every water bottle flip. So when Phil Jackson calls him and his well-respected business associates and lifelong friends a posse, he reacts like Michael Corleone. He's like, "I'm gonna burn down your motherfucking existence, dude." You think he's gonna blow up the team? I think he is getting in Mello's ear. Mello had no comments about Phil Jackson and the posse comments. He had a shitty game against LeBron. Like, Mello always looks like a clown against LeBron. But they're also, like, really tight. And I think, like, LeBron, Michael Corleone, Wade going to Chicago, basically. And I think he can, like, because Mello's not going to leave New York unless he decides to leave New York. So I feel like this posse comment was LeBron opening being like, Yo, I can, like, incept Melo and get him to want to, like, I mean, get out of Dodge. Get, I thought he was trying to get Mello years ago. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm sure that's, that sounds like the first pick for that Miami shit. But now it's just, like, it's not even for him. It's just, to like, this is how I retaliate when Phil Jackson says I have a posse. Is I, like, destroy everything I, that you, I you think you've like made. I would like to see. I would prefer he went to New York and be like, yo, I'll come here if Phil leaves. Like, if that was, like, a public thing that was happening. That'd be cool. That would be pretty cool. I feel like LeBron is playing GM but in the NBA. Enough, it, you know, like, black people still get called the N-word for real, you know? Like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, is posse enough for us to be like, fuck Phil? I mean, we know, I mean, it I mean, seems LeBron, like it's kind of a dick. LeBron is a, a, a fucking billionaire, though. Like, he... Yeah, it's a bit... It's, and he's it also is, petty as shit. It's so. underhanded, for sure, yeah. of, of Phil Jackson. I respect LeBron's godfatherness, I, I, him making moves and everything. I think it was a little too far for Phil Jackson to wake up with Jeannie Buss's head in his bed. <laughs> I thought that was... LeBron, that was too much? Yeah, LeBron should not have decapitated Jeannie Buss. <laughs> Shouldn't have dug up uh, his, his father-in-law. <laughs> Shouldn't have exhumed him. So I don't know, I don't know what any of this means. But uh, I was on Instagram and LeBron, I, I guess it wasn't him personally, but there was some sort of uh, misunderstanding. My high school, Potomac High School in Woodbridge, Virginia, well-respected basketball program. We always end up in states. Just that's, that's just what we do. And uh, Jamel so the, has fallen down a set of bleachers in front of him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's amazing. Every year. Check out episode uh, three for that story. He sent like some shoes to the team, but the letter to the team said uh, that we were the Black Panthers and not just the Panthers. And there's a, the whole roster is all black kids. We also have a Black Panther on the wall in the gym, but it is just the Panthers on paper. Letter from LeBron. And Nike, like, dear Black Panthers, y'all, y'all did y'all thing. Here goes some gear, basically. You know what I'm saying? Did LeBron just rename your high school the Black Panthers? Yeah, and nobody's saying shit. Everybody is like, okay, well, I mean, I kind of think that we're the Black Panthers now. The Black Panthers now, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like is that LeBron being like, I see you, like I know you're the Panthers, but like, but y'all, but y'all black though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, I, it could be the team's definitely gotten blacker. <laughs> Because when I was there, it was white coach, and we had like like half the roster was white. You know, it, was, it wasn't like it was it wasn't fucking Hoosiers. You know what I'm saying? It was still, we were still in the hood a little bit, but I don't. I mean, how do you feel about it? You I, you seem like conflicted, or are you like? I think it's cool. I just get a laugh just because I I understand not saying anything about it. Like, nah, don't please don't no corrections. We're just gonna be the Black Panther. If LeBron asks again, <laughs> we are the Black Panthers. <laughs> I'm, I like that. It seems like a sitcom plot line. You know what I mean? Yeah, but are they like, so now they're going to have to like if they be the Black Panthers? It, if they change it for real, that'd be fucking nuts. Have they publicly like thanked LeBron or been like, yo. They, this is what they did. They took a picture of the letter and put it on Instagram. Like and, that's, and, and it just says that. And nobody in the comments has been like, motherfuckers comment on everything. You know what I mean? And nobody <laughs> has been like, hey, y'all are just the Panthers. It's just, it's just kind of just happening. 
do you think there's going to be a moment where like LeBron and the superintendent are like visiting on the same day, and the team has to like, oh no, we got to put the word black up in front of yeah, everything, they, and, and then, then they like, have to like take and then, it down and, then the and then put it back up in the gym. And LeBron's leaving, and they have to tear it down <laughs> all during the third quarter in the second act. Yeah. If there's a God in heaven, I pr- yes, please, I cannot wait. We got to write this. This is a pilot. Yeah, I the told Black my- Panthers, the show. <laughs> yeah. Not about anything at all that you think it's about. Yeah, I told my dad, and he just had to laugh too. And he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, you know the way things are going. You know, black shit is popping right now. So, yeah, yeah, I get it." I was like, "Hell yeah!" All right, should we uh, wrap things up for the first segment and uh, bring on our guest? Yeah, unless you want to talk about the Sixers. No, sir. They won a game. Yeah, dude. They won. They beat the Pelicans. Big fucking whoop. Come on, man. Why you gonna be all up your butt, man? We've talked about my shitty ass Wizards every week. Yeah. All right. Embiid. He's a bright spot. They're fun to watch against against the Pelicans. He had uh, he had an okay game. So did Anthony Davis. But uh, Sarge is looking great. Nerlens Noel cleared to play today. We'll see how that goes today. Okafor's back from injury. I don't know. It's just what 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 are the Sixers? They're just just, they're just like a, a bunch of good pieces that don't really play together. Illy Silver, he's a welcome bright yeah, spot. He like he can he ball. buried he buried him. You know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't yeah. like you guys won on accident. No. That was a yeah. burying yeah, on the you, road. You, that was the Sixers Silver. are like fun to watch, man. Yeah, he was like, stop watch, like putting like, yourself down. No, they're fun to watch. I watch almost every game with the Sixers, but it's I'm just like what is it? It just hurts too, it's like a little too much. Jacking off. <laughs> like it's fun to do, but like it doesn't amount to much. It's You're just, not it's not yeah. enough, I feel yeah. like yeah. you use a little yeah, little boostier. All right, so that's the Sixers. Let's welcome our guests. We'll be right back. All right. Guest today is an incredibly funny comedian. Uh, you may know him from every single show around town in LA, and also from his uh, half-hour special that is available on BitTorrent now. Okay, yeah, BitTorrent. Yeah. <laughs> Download oh. that shit illegally. Bear Please shit, welcome baby. Simon Gibson. Woo! Hey, thank you for coming. Uh, got you a little gift. Whoa! Feel free to spark that. Oh up. my god! My, my, yes, my, my man. We are smoking tobacco cigarettes. Yeah. Oh wait, it's legal in California yeah. now. Yeah, we're smoking yeah. fucking weed. weed. This podcast is for personal use only. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love weed. Always have, you know. Yeah, since you were a little baby. Mm-hmm. Such a controversial statement. Loving weed. Yeah, man. Hot take. Yeah. That's why we brought you yeah, here. That's me, you know. For the hot takes. <laughs> you guys needed some controversy. I'm here. <laughs> Did you smoke weed as a baby for real? Like like grade school? Like fifth grade? Were you one of those type niggas? I was uh, sixth grade. Sixth okay. grade. Yeah. You're that's, pretty, that's, that's pretty when cool. I started too. That's like yeah. as cool as it gets. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're sixth really cool. Weed. I cool think as it, hell. <laughs> for that, me, is that it's the coolest uh, thing you can possibly do. Yes, it is, kids. Sixth grade. Oh. It is. <laughs> If you ever like, for me, the the reason I got corrupt so young is just have an older sibling, and they will. Yeah, I had two older brothers; they're twins. They were in eighth grade when I was in sixth grade, so I just was like, we shared a bedroom, so I was just fucking catching everything they they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> some secondhand. Yeah, and firsthand, you know. Yeah, firsthand. No, I was smoking weed with yeah, them. He was, <laughs> he was rolling blunts for yeah. these fucking. We used to go to like this garage where their friend worked, and and we would smoke a blunt like in the gas station garage. God, man. East Coast living. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> it's hard living out there. Yeah. But you're from the Pacific Northwest, right? Yeah, I don't so, know what my excuse is. I'm from Oregon. but You're from fucking Portland, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's your excuse right there. Yeah. Blazers yeah. fan, I presume? Huge. Okay. Love them. 420 Blazer it? Hey. Yeah. Rip Yo, city. <laughs> I, um, I think about that team all the time. That team that should have beat the Lakers. Like With Brian Grant. Pippen. Oh, uh, man. Pippen. Sabonis Pippen. Pippen, Sabonis. Stoudemire. I Young Sheed? Yeah. I Who's had the, the Damon uh, Stoudemire shoes. Steve Smith. Who's no, it was. Yeah, yeah Steve, Steve Smith. Smith, right? Old Steve Smith, too, yeah. yeah. Primo. That team Ooh, was... Yeah. Here's... So they called, uh, you know, Bob Witsett. He was the general manager, and he kind of orchestrated all those teams. They called him Trader Bob because he, he was just... He loved to trade. He one time put a penny on the table in front of Paul Allen, and he was like... This is what a million dollars means to you. Make the fucking deal. Here's something. <laughs> uh, 
Hell yeah, dude. Yo, and then he was like, I got off his submarine and went back to the stadium. Yeah. And truly, you know, Rashid Wallace, he he w- he said <coughs> in an interview, he was like, you know, after that Western Conference Finals, if they would have just kept this fucking team together, we we would have probably won a championship. Yo, Definitely sure. would have beaten the Lakers. Yeah. Up yeah, by were- what, 15 or something in the fourth? Yeah. I love that the play that the NBA always loves to show is that the Shaq. Kobe to Shaq well, lob. I know, man. And he's like, whoa, he's all happy and yeah. pointed shit. That's man. truly, uh, for a team that has so much heartbreak, that's probably the, the biggest one. That's it? That's probably the biggest moment. I feel yeah. Yeah. you. Being happy. More than the Jordan shrug. Because there, no, there was no way they were beating Jordan. They didn't even have, maybe it went six games. I think it went six oh games. God, yeah. but, but they never really had a shot against against those Jordan teams. For me, it was seeing the Craig Elo shot in like Gatorade commercials. Just being like, yeah, I guess that's the biggest. Well, uh, wait, what does that shot look it's, like? That's the shot where he's like running across and like yeah. sh- like shoots at the. Oh line yeah. The yeah, and then does the jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was like as the guy's yeah. falling as to like his knees. as like Cleveland <laughs> as Cleveland as a city just collapses. Yeah, so I know I know that pain, and it Man, sucks ass. <laughs> To be fair, Cleveland collapsed in like the twenties and never recovered. Uh, not true. Pre collapse, they were perforated. <laughs> you feel me? Are the Trailblazers, like, the best suited to its own city? They're kind of like the artisanal hipster basketball team right now in the most artisanal hipster city. <laughs> yeah, I think so. They at least have the most hipster backcourt. They've got, like, a backpack rapper and a dude that hosts uh, an NPR show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CJ, it gets no yeah. Better, yeah. yeah. I love CJ. I think CJ's great. A... What a surprise that guy is. Yeah. I like that he looks like he's asleep all the time. Yeah, he, does. he looks tired. Drop 32, not even awake. He's sleeping. It's good. But he he puts people to sleep with his like crossovers. Y'all yeah, I mean, ever listened to a show? Well, not to cut you I've off. never listened yeah, to it. Either. I now I'm going to though. Yeah. Maybe in a future episode we'll just put that yeah, up instead of our, our own yeah. show. Stream his show through yeah. our feed because we keep talking about it. this is like the fifth time we've mentioned it because <laughs> we all were yeah. jealous as hell. Yeah. What does he talk about? That's what I'm. Just, I think he knows? plays like he plays like. Indie music and like weird hip hop <laughs> and like and then like talks about like social issues. And, Does he have to like wow. read ads for like the orchestra performance that you get when you like get your subscription? I don't know, <laughs> like live reads. <laughs> he gives out totes. Yeah. So what right? if you called up for like like the NPR fundraiser and you got CJ McCollum on the phone bank? Hey, oh, man, CJ McCollum. Uh, I donate all talk. the three dollars that I have in my <laughs> savings account. Wow. Should we go around and say how much savings we all have? <laughs> I was up to 80, and then, you know, the bills came. <laughs> Things and the, happened, man. Wow. The lift lines, they started piling up, baby. It's Hollywood. <laughs> Uber pools. Simon, so, I mean, you, were in, you were in a commercial for a paper plate. You're not, you're not doing better? <laughs> yeah. Dixie cups, hey. They, uh... <laughs> One time I made somebody bring me on stage to that credit. Because I love to, like, have hosts, like, give me bad intros. Because I'm like, what, what am I going to say? Yeah. You know, like a, a festival or, you know. Yeah. It's, it a proper seems... intros, it's too much pressure. Yeah. Take the, take the weights off. Uh, so I wrote down, I was like, yeah, this next comic, uh, he was in a national commercial that he's not getting residuals for. <laughs> Simon Gibson. <laughs> Somebody told me they just saw that on uh, NBC's, like, website. CISO? Yes. No, not not CISO, just their, like... Just regular-ass NBC. Just regular-ass NBC News. I think legally you could put NBC as a credit now. Yeah, I will. And I have. (laughs) And I will continue to do so. Yeah. (laughs) What's happening with your Blazers? I was about to say, what's wrong with the Blazers? Also, weirdly, in, like, I've seen a dozen NBA games this year, and six of them have been Blazers games. Wow. Um, And I'm... You've yeah. seen more than me. Yeah, I saw them against Kevin Love when he scored 34 points. Oh, yeah. you Wait, were you at that game? Yeah, I was at oh. that game. Peter Love. means he's, he's seen them in person. He's like following the Blazers yeah, like, no, it's weird. like yeah. the fucking Grateful Dead. Like we went to two of the playoff games, and then yeah. we were at a pre-se- the Blazers preseason game, and the one in November. Well, um, you're, going, you're going to the one on Monday, right? Going to the one on Monday, too. Yeah. So well, I want to Blazers. So what do you think's wrong? I mean, yeah. I want to know what you think well, is like. Well, there's nothing wrong. I mean, they're, I was about to say. They're, all right. they're, they're at five. You know, they're, they're 500. What are they, 11 Eight and seed, 11? 12 and 12, maybe? 12 and 12, yeah. Uh, they it's are like 12 and 12, yeah. A Cruising. quarter of the way through, you start to get an idea. Here's the thing. C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard, that's a great scoring backcourt. Yeah. But you need a defensive anchor on the front line. It's not Ed Davis. To, I mean, Ed Davis is great, but here's the thing. Uh, really? He's, he's not a starter. 
No, he's a he's a six man. He's, he's a six man. He's a great guy. If he's coming off your bench, yeah. he's you know yeah. six fouls, crash the boards, get some offensive rebounds, you know, extra possessions. He's great. He's not a starter though, but that's the thing is they have Mason Plumlee's fine. Like, like fine, like sexually or fine, like a good player. I mean, I'd I'd let him bang or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Let's be honest. You I bang down low with that him. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me topping a seven footer. Get out of here! <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, but he's. Uh, I actually read a read a stat about him. He's like because you know most basketball players have this condition. It's like an actual medical condition where their arms are significantly longer yeah. than their height. Mm-hmm. I, I have that. You I, have that. My arm. My wingspan is six six. No shit. But I'm yeah. six feet tall. Also, my torso is the size of somebody like five foot four. That's a disease? It's not a, a disease, but it is it's like It's just a, a medical condition. Yeah, it's a it's condition, just, yeah. It's just odd, odd as hell. Like, that's the reason why uh, Shaq is is kind of a, a, a medical miracle, because he's actually proportioned like a normal-sized human being, but he's... It's just called gigantism or whatever, right? Same yeah. thing with Andre the Giant. He was he yeah. had the, the normal proportions of a regular person, just like fucking seven foot six. Is that why you have huge hands and feet, but you're like a normal-sized person? Sure, yeah. <laughs> is that is that like the same same or is that different? I'm thing? Above, I'm I six think that's one. That's above average. Yeah, but I feel like you have the hands and feet of someone who's like six foot six. Yeah, let me see your hands. Whoa, yeah, he's got a hand on him. Damn, dude. <laughs> I can palm the basketball. I'm not gonna put my hands up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, where does child come from? <laughs> but wait, okay. Hey, we yeah. were talking about Mason Plumley. <laughs> oh yeah. So back to Mason. I'm so Plumlee. glad I'm not smoking weed because someone's got to keep, keep this keep on train track. on the track. Keep the train rolling. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. So Mason Plumlee has the opposite thing. His arms are shorter than his body. Really? By like two inches or something. Yeah. So he's not a defensive. Uh, he's never going to be a defensive center. Yeah. And to Little be honest, T-Rex. why why the, why would you ever want your center averaging a bunch of assists? You know, who cares about that? Like, yeah, great. Eight points, seven rebounds, six assists. And the center on the other team... <laughs> Went 10 points above his average. Great. You know, what does that do? I, I love C.J. McCollum. Absolutely. I know he's going to have a great career. Yeah. Uh, but I would trade him <laughs> for DeMarcus Cousins. Everybody oh, wants Cousins. Any fucking day of Dude, the week. Dude, I've been on Jamel about why the Wizards should just trade the fucking... Like, nope. someone should just trade everything for DeMarcus Cousins. You know, somebody will, but I don't want it to be us. Y'all can have them. Dude. I like that over there. What would you, so what would you trade for... Can you pull up the, the trade machine? Uh, what, like, what would you... You would trade... Yeah, I... Well, the problem is if you trade if you make a huge trade, somebody's gonna want Maurice Harkless for sure because the guy is a fucking stud. Is Mo Harkless like of all? Because I feel like you have a lot of guys who are like very similar, like six eight crab. stretch, like stretch four three, crab. like a crab, um, like a, even Aminu, yeah, Harkless. You would have to to make that work. I think you would have to trade C.J. McCollum is obviously the foundation of that trade, but then Mo Harkless, Myers Leonard. That's fine. Um, Probably people don't really want Aminu as much, and also Evan Turner. And uh, you think Evan Turner has helped your team this year? He has started to play a lot better. Like they have, if you look at his stats moving through, and like what I've seen in the last like three or four games, he's definitely fit in with the offense. But he's a bench guy. He's not a starter either. The most tradable man in the world. He is the most tradable man in the world. You know how much money Evan Turner is making this year? Nine mil. 16 mil. Fuck, what? Damn. Dude, <laughs> that contract is when they signed Alan Crabb, I can I can be like, okay, because I think they have to keep Crabb to do this trade because Crabb is the guy who would replace CJ but in the starting kind of lineup. Sign, isn't Crabb, aren't Crabb and Turner like kind of a little redundant? They are, and I think Crab is a better player. Yeah, Crab is by far the better player. But like, but also like Turner's getting more. Like, I feel like almost like that's the problem with Turner is like he's good, but it's almost like he limits other people from like. Oh, he's like, a, like, like yeah, like I'd rather he's see Crab play thirty five. The ball is an abyss when it goes to him <laughs> for the most. You know, it's not coming out. It's All not. Right, so it's not getting back out. McCollum. Turner. Turner. Ivan Turner uh, in the trade machine for some reason was blacked out, untradeable this year. I don't know if he has a clause, but. 
Can't be traded. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't know that. Yeah, he Same with Harkless and He's Crab. Like, and Crab. And Leonard. They all have no trade clauses. Yeah, so I mean, just in the trade machine. Out. I don't know how the trade machine works. They're just blacked out with the with the red Ghostbusters no symbol. So Can't trade these dudes. Guys, we should they should do an all male reboot of Ghostbusters. What? Hot one. That's a hot one. Oh. <laughs> do you guys ever do sound effects on the show? Oh, <laughs> we do, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you just want to come on and be the soundboard? Put you on retainer for our sound effects? I got to be honest. I uh, burnt my tongue real bad uh, on Tuesday. Oh. So I'm having the effects aren't normally where they would be. So it's all going to be already making excuses for yourself. Yeah, too. I mean, that's... we've already he's got four different farts already. Yeah. yeah, on tape, and that's with a burnt. Tongue. So give him a chance. So Simon, you're known as the sound effects comedian around LA, right? <laughs> uh, it's true. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> How'd you get get started in sound effects? Get this guy the hell out of here. Did you start comedy in Portland or did you uh, move down here? I started here like an idiot. Uh, Why like an idiot? Go on. Well, everyone, everyone, (laughs) no, uh, like four people have told me (laughs) that uh, they're just like, yeah, I would never have started down here Um, just because everyone is already, for the most part, this is where the best of the best move to. Not where you like start out. So you want to? You you wish you kind of started out in the minor leagues a little bit. Some fun Sometimes, minutes, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then a lot of people that I see, you know, that move here and immediately like start getting on, you know, good shows are people that topped out in their local scene. You're and talking then, to one of them right now, Jamel Johnson yeah, over I came, here. I came from the D League, dude. You know what I'm saying? And you, yeah, and now you're a prop, king yeah, of DC. Right. Moved to LA, and got on all the good shows. I had the, I had the belt for one spring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had the belt on me, and then just left it. But you can't yeah, stay because all yeah. you can do is lose the belt. So you got to go. You got to yeah, move yeah, up yeah. to the next uh, division. Yeah, yeah. I threw it off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no, like, and I, you know, it's it's definitely uh, the the minutes in smaller cities are just, it's just great. You know what I mean, it's I, amazing. Open and mics with crowds is the difference. Yeah, and yeah. you can get you can get enough time. To, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, a place like D.C. has a, a really good uh, – well, a lot of know, great people came from there. You've been out of town, though. You, yeah. You road dog it up. You, I've, you I've the road. done a little bit of the road. A couple dogs. It's the best. Another road dog. Sound effect guy. Uh, <laughs> come back. Simon is touring all around the country doing sound effects in the <laughs> microphones. You can see him at Yuck Yucks in Springfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, there's no one there. <laughs> yeah, Mom, it's uh, going good out there. <laughs> I'm also calling her from the stage. <laughs> That'd be a good bit. That's a great bit. Good Call, bit. put your mom on speakerphone, and talk to her about how your dream is going well <laughs> in front of an audience. I've called my mom from stage before. Really? Yeah, pr- like probably three or four times. How'd it go? She never picked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she stopped ringing after two rings, so you know she hit a yeah, she's call. Like, okay, <laughs> this is the only time he calls. Simon, what's the best Simon. Blazer starting five of all time? Ooh, uh, Dream Five, Dream Five. Oh, Dream Five. Let's do Dream Five. We're having a fun podcast. Okay. Well, I mean, they have to have been Blazers. That's oh, well, yeah, no, Dream yeah. Blazers, not just yeah. like you know, Dream. Yeah. Not like the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Pick <laughs> pick your top five. You got a log jam at center and forward. I'll tell you that much. That's going to be a hard choice for you. Well, yeah. Okay. I guess you got Lamarcus. Like, you got Bill Walton. You got Cliff uh, in their wait, in their prime. Cliff Robin in their prime. In their prime. Like okay, because. Sabonis in his prime when he played in Russia, yeah, uh, he would have done. They would have won like at least three titles. That I'll one gi- like I'll six month you. stretch where he didn't have a broken foot. Yeah, I'll prime. give you Soviet yeah. Sabonis. I'll give you Soviet Sabonis for uh, sure. Okay, that's fair. Soviet Sabonis. Okay, boom. But now you have to give everyone you pick a nickname. Huh. Soviet Sabonis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't. I'll never. I. Where does Rashid Wallace fall in here? Does he is he on the He's bench? He's not because I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Grant. I think I gotta go. Brian Grant. Brian Grant. What? Dreads or no dreads? Dreads. Okay, fine. Dready Grant. Dready Grant. And then I'm gonna wait on small forward. 
uh, Clyde. At small forward or at shooting guard? At shooting guard. Clyde the Glide. Clyde yeah. the Glide. Uh, Damian Lillard, point oh, guard. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, you could see. cheat. You could cheat and go uh, like a four. what like the All-Star team does, and, and just, they do two guards, two forwards, one center. Or sometimes two guards, three forwards. Is that what they do this year? Yeah, I don't know. Always, so you could, say, you, could, you could throw a power forward in there if you want. I was going to give him six off top. Got to have your six men. That's true. But you Brand, still have Brandon to... Roy, my six man. What's oh. his nickname? Uh, <laughs> Icarus. Oh. <laughs> Roy. I call him Tragic Roy. Uh, <laughs> that's his nickname. Because it is a goddamn tragedy yeah. what happened to that guy. Yeah. God bless uh, yeah. He was, you know. The Lillard Beta. What's the, what's the crazy guy's name? Uh, Ron. Artest. Ron Artest. Meta World Peace. Meta. He said that Brandon Roy was the hardest player he ever had to guard. And, he was and everyone was like, which was weird. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, yeah, that was just a shot at Kobe because he was on the Rockets at that point. But Brandon Roy, man, in his in that like third year, yeah. his third yeah. year when he was healthy, dude, that guy was he was magic, man. Yeah. I don't think we didn't forget about the small forward. Position. Yeah, I know. And now I'm like. I'm thinking about my power forward spot too, because I Sheed. What about Young Sheed, man? I, I mean, I is there anything more pure than like Young Rasheed Wallace being the most athletic person ever? He was he was oh. pretty in- incredible. Listen, the stakes for this is, are super high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so this really, you gotta no, make a choice. This it, is for your life, man. It really matters. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Rasheed Wallace. I'm sorry, Brian, but <laughs> yeah, Sabonis yeah. Sheed. Yes. Clyde. Yeah. Fuck Damian. you, Brian Grant. Get out of here. <laughs> Brandon Roy at six man. Brandon Roy is a six man. You still need that fifth starter. You got to think. Zach Randolph was once a blazer. Whoa, oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Scotty Pippen. Blazer. Yeah. I was about was to good. say my small forward. Like, just like old Scotty. Like vin- like last last gasp Scotty. Yeah. But we're also thinking, oh, we're saying man. players in their prime. We got Soviet Sabonis. So you could have like bull 96 bull Scotty. Bull Scotty. You can't have Bull Scotty. That's different, man. That was in the I was in a complicit I, government. I, I always felt when I saw Scotty on the Blazers, it was him being like, "See everyone, I'm still awesome." Yeah, <laughs> like, it exactly was true. It was. He was like, like awesome. he was just on that Head fuck man. you tour with the Blazers of like, I I don't need Michael. Yeah, I don't need him. Side note: Did you well, see him on the sideline of the Bulls Spurs game, dressed exactly like Future? It's very <laughs> weird. <laughs> he like Future. It was crazy. Trying to win his girl back. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was nuts. Could you look up what Pippen's stats were on the Blazers? I mean, it was definitely something 20 and 10-ish, probably a, a, a decent amount of steals, too. If he that was, was the case, then I, no question, he's my small forward. You guys got to fill dead air while I, while I fucking research. All right, that's cool. Well, so, I, have a, I have a quick side Clyde. note question. How, how do you feel about LaMarcus right now and like how that all went down? Like, Do you feel different than when it happened? Are you like, How do you feel? I never truly believed in Lamarcus. Uh, Why not? Oh, because he is not a closer, and there are times when, uh, well, and he quit on on them in the playoffs too. That last game against uh, the Grizzlies in the playoffs, he just like he checked out. I watched that game and I was like, this guy is fucking leaving. After uh, he he's already done. Damn. And, uh, you know, and he, it's true what they say. He has a very fragile ego and mind. Uh, and it fractured him with Brandon Roy. There's a very famous story where uh, he thought that Brandon didn't invite him out to dinner. And then they were never, that was their first year. And then they were never friends again. Off and of he, that? And he got so mad that Brandon was like the face of the franchise. Brandon was like, it wasn't a party. It was just a kickback. We didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was a, a dinner. And uh, you know where I heard that was when I was watching them play the Clippers. And the Clippers announcers brought that up. And then I looked it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is like. Kind of- Jerry oh, Lawler spilling the hot tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, and- I love the Clippers announcers. They're, oh, they're great. They're great. They're, they're, they're good so good. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, you heard it here. Simon Gibson says LaMarcus Aldridge is not a closer. If you want to tweet us your opinions at, at AirBuds, yeah. use hashtag coffee. If you think <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge is a closer, hashtag no coffee if he's not a closer. Because we know coffee is for closers. Do you guys yeah. remember when he was on Portlandia? Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge? Yeah. No. He did a bit on Portlandia, like some season two shit. 
And I remember I uh, I had tickets to, they did like a live show in D.C. And uh, besides me being the only straight black person there, <laughs> I also, I wore a Greg Oden jersey. Oh. <laughs> you, own a, you had a Greg Oden? Yeah, dog. My wow. mall had, I got him on clearance, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Was like, this is like number one picture, so they had it. This was like, yeah. a, like a really good sporting goods they just really I don't know why they bought so many but I got I got that yeah I got that shit for the low and then they play the video live and uh <laughs> Kerry Brownstein's like anybody here you guys into basketball and I swear to god I was the only person in a packed auditorium that spoke I was like yeah <laughs> like I, I looked like a fucking plant you know what I'm saying that shit was nuts <laughs> And then they played this fucking Lamarcus Aldridge video. <laughs> you were the only one who like. Laughed yeah, at it. I was like, this is, yeah, it's like it did not hit in the room, oh, for real. Oh, it was, oh, it was good. Guy walked up. It is me, like, you from you from town? And I was like, nah. And that no, was just the, big Odin fan. Yeah, yeah, I just big. I just got this jersey on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> they paid me to take it. Actually, uh, I remember screaming in the streets when we got the number one pick. Was it related, or was it just, did you happen to be it having was, a breakdown at the time? It was a meth binge that went awry. Uh, let's just call it that. I was so happy, man, because it was like, we had Roy, we had Aldridge, and now... It was a wrap. We have Kevin Durant. Another sound, another sound effect. Uh, we took Greg Oden, obviously, and that worked out pretty good. Scotty Pippen peaked Trailblazers, yeah. by the way. 1999, 15. his first year, 12 and a half points, oh. six rebounds. Wow. So, wow. And he, he, just, he went down from there. Steals, he averaged. How memory. One and a half a game, yes. five assists. How memory works. Feels like yeah. we live in West 12 right points, now. six Dude. rebounds, five assists, almost two steals. One, 1. 1.4 steals a game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew he was getting, that's, getting it with the steals. That's but. good. I mean, that's like Jamal Crawford not, numbers. Yeah, that's not, that's not all time. That's not dream team. Do you think Lamarcus Aldridge felt like he was in Westworld when he was like, oh, Roy's gone. I'm the star. And then just Lillard appears. And yeah. He's like, no. Well, that was the other thing I was going to say. That's why he left because he uh very much got jealous of lillard's like just meteoric rise basically and that's not... why he left and then the same shit happens to him in san antonio yeah i was about to say yeah. so he goes to san antonio yeah. where like he's not even allowed to like yeah. be on a poster better than Kawhi leonard dude. <laughs> dude i wish i could take him and put him as a small part. <laughs> <laughs> now i was thinking you know who was really good uh and he didn't get a fair shot. Gerald Wallace. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He was a blazer for a minute. Yeah. One of the all-time underrated dunkers, I think. That guy yeah. can yeah. fucking Birthday fly. Cake. Yeah. He did a windmill in socks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? I yeah. am going to actually put him nice. as my starting yeah. small forward. Just for fun? Because it's like yeah. not a great idea to do that. Nah, screw it. The rest of the team's great. Yeah. Well, who, we'll mix I'm it up. Not, I'm trying to think, and I'm like, who Scotty was this? Scotty Who was a... We're talking peak performance here. We're not talking like well for the team though. But ninety nine, that was the Pippen? one. I thought he. I mean, he must have had some, he must have had some great games in the playoffs. Sir. Yeah, I mean, he's love. reliable performer. Yeah, you, you put him in there in crunch time. Uh, what about like unless he takes himself out? With fucking Kevin Duckworth or uh, <laughs> some shit like that. Who was on the nineties oh. team? Oh, I know who I'm gonna take. Uh... Oh, yo, no, uh, my man. Yeah, Walker. Cliff Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, I'm taking Cliff. Oh. Let's do it. Cliff dropped 50 a few times. Yeah. But he was more of like a – he was kind of a tweener, though. He was a f- power forward center. But you, if, we're, if we're cheating, you can do two forwards. Who – okay, who – I'm trying to think of, like, who Portland had as a small forward that was ever really, like, elite. Not known for their small forwards. I think all the small forwards started, uh, like, small coffee shops. All right, guys, should we wrap it up? Put a wrap on it. Simon, you, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, oof. Yeah. Uh, so there's a show on Monday at Crane's. Today? Crane's Bar. Oh, is that when it comes out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that when this is released? Thanks for shattering the fourth wall. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'm uh, going to the show tonight, Monday the 12th, uh, at Crane's Bar downtown. Uh, it's like a monthly show, but they, they pack it out from what I hear. 
Uh, so I'm going to try and get a new tape. Deborah DiGiovanni is on it, and she's probably one of my favorite wow. she's funny. comics yeah, yeah. right now. A real up-and-comer who's <laughs> <laughs> been doing it for like 15 years or something. And yeah, so I would plug that. Crane's Bar should be a fun what show. What about your special? Where do you get that again? Okay, so here's the thing. BitTorrent <laughs> went legit and created like an app for Apple TV or your Wait, computer or something. For yeah, for real. Uh, and they approached me like um, like six months ago because they wanted to do like stand up and they wanted to produce this new show. So the pilot is just called the specials, and you can find it on BitTorrent now. BitTorrent uh, now, which is a free app for whatever. <laughs> yeah, I I've did seen it. it. It's very funny. Very funny. Yeah, it's Thanks. a good special. Yeah. And they were spo- it was supposed to start a whole new series, and another comic taped with me. At the same time, on the same stage? Yeah. Yeah, that was And weird. she was supposed to be the second episode, and I guess it just, they didn't, it, they shot the pilot, saw me, and they're like, nah, we're yeah. not going to make any more yeah. of these. Check so out she, BitTorrent so, now if you want to see the series that Simon killed. So is this yeah. your, like, exclusive app? Like, exclusively to you? It's just one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's uh I mean it I checked out the site and it's cool. It's like music and videos and all this kind of stuff, but I don't know if it just didn't catch on or or if, or what, but nobody knows about it and definitely nobody's I, using I it. No well idea. once BitTorrent goes legal, it's like not cool anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know what's you know what's ironic about that is that I have this closer. It's like my big closer. And I play, you know, that big Sean song and uh it's you know, the first time I ever crying. saw you do it. Do stand up. You did that. It, well, thank I, you. Yeah, and I approached you in the street. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I did that on the taping, and it just destroyed harder than it ever had before. But they couldn't get the rights to the song, and I was like, "You're BitTorrent. <laughs> <laughs> just, just put it out, dude. Who cares? It's your whole thing. Give me it. <laughs> Give me this." <laughs> So, I, you know, I was kind of like, I was pretty heartbroken at that point about it. But now I'm like, whatever, it's fine. So check it out. Dude, so it's a great special. Go check out Simon's special. He yeah. says it's just fine. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. I, I love it. Simon's a very funny comedian. Jamel, speaking of funny comedians, what do you got? I got mixtape on the 16th. Friday the 16th at the Virgil. Oh, and nice. then I got on deck at Meltdown the next oh, day. Oh, sweet. December 17th. 17th. Big weekend. Yeah, we're getting the larger bottle of Hennessy. It's Mike Malloy's birthday. Ooh. So we got an ill lineup. Uh, the show's at 7. Uh, don't be don't be concerned with that. Just come through and get drunk a little earlier. All right. Like that. Come get drunk at Jamel's show. Yeah, it's going down. We got a new playlist, the on deck game six playlist. Ooh wee. Sounds good. What's your Twitter name? Uh, nonprofit comic uh, at symbol before the M. I'm also I have an at symbol on my Twitter name B E N N E R Peter. What are you at do you symbol got? Danger Moses? Simon, what was your at symbol? Oh boy, it's uh... your your Twitter name is the fucking worst. By the way, it's the worst Twitter name. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to find you on Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's how I want it. I've tried to change this handle. So many times, and they won't let me do it. So find me at symbol the Gibby McRibby. <laughs> Artist comic to find on Twitter right. at <laughs> the Gibby McRibby. There's some silent underscores, yeah, throughout that. Uh, follow Airbuds. What an idiot! I <laughs> I created that Twitter name at two in the morning, so high, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm. It's like the McRib. <laughs> I hope you get verified, and then you can never change it. <laughs> How do you change a Twitter name? On you there? just fucking go into settings and change it. Because I've tried from my phone, and I can't do it. Try it from your uh, your desktop. Your, my your, desktop. Your Dell. I'll do it from my uh, my uh, Samsung Chromebook. <laughs> Follow follow the podcast at Airbuds uh, Pod on Twitter. Uh, follow or subscribe to us on iTunes. Like and rate us if you fucking like and rate us. Maybe we'll give you a shout out on another episode. But oh, it's got to sh- be a good fucking review. Oh yeah, my uh, my my brother did. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to uh, Ethan Ethan Moses. Yeah, Ethan Hall, he's starting yeah. the he's starting the uh, the Ligands for Defensive Player of the Year campaign. So that is not going to work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.